0: Now, Brian, we've been talking many times over the years about, um, you know, women having hysterectomies and uh, men having uh, sex problems with their genitalia. Now, one of the things I find happening with me as I'm getting older is my brain is starting to get very, very slow uh, when it comes to, like, calculations, uh, what, am I, what am I going to have for dinner.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I, I tend to find what I'm doing now is I'm writing stuff on walls. Yes. Uh, and giving myself notes like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's okay to do? Well,
1: you've got to just uh, do whatever works for you, Brian. I find riding on the walls is a bit hard to take the gyprock down to the supermarket with you. Uh, I've done it before. They, they don't quite like that in no. aisle seven because aisle seven's always the narrowest aisle in every supermarket in the world. It is, Brian. You'll see that uh, Walmart's exactly the same. You take your uh, tape measure. Uh, to any Walmart in the United States <laughs> and you'll find that uh, aisle seven is the narrowest. So you've got to watch yourself down there, but uh, forgetting about things it happens all the time, Brian.
0: Thanks Brian. Cause you know, one of the things I do now, as you know, is I, I frequent Aldi uh, just about every day. Uh, I love going down there because I love watching old people not being able to drive and park their cars Probably I'll just stand there and watch. I didn't go inside the shop. No. I just watch them trying to back into a space that you yeah. put a truck in yeah. and it'll take them 15 times. And then I wait for them to come out yeah. with, a, you know, they might come out with a chocolate. And yeah. they'll get in the car and it'll take them about 15 minutes to start the fucking yeah. thing. And then, um, oh, probably about 20 minutes later, they've got out of the joint. Yeah. Now, I, I sort of see myself as being able to do a bit better than that. But I understand your thinking. You know, I might be a bit um, losing the plot a little bit. But, um, you know, when I make notes, what I'm doing is I'm trying to make notes to, so that not only I remember, it's just so people know that I was there. Yes. And what I'm finding is, is nobody talks to me anymore except you, Brian. Yeah. And uh, I want to leave my mark on the world. Yes. So I'm writing, uh, well, it's not called graffiti. I just call it like my mark.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
0: know, like a well, you know like a a person who can't spell. Yes. or write or read. You know their mark. Oh, it's mark, like, marks a, uh like a, a wall covered in um, you know adventures. And yes, things yes, like that.
1: yes. It's telling a story, Brian. Story. It's uh, it's a mark. It's your mark on the world. And this is uh, this is g- taking contemporary art one step further.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, one of the things I've always respected about you, Brian, is that you know you spend a lot of time with Picasso. So uh, when you're a young chap, yeah, and he taught yeah. you a lot about uh, lip reading and uh, vomiting, yep, uh, how to order at a mm-hmm. restaurant properly, yeah, how to comb your hair, yeah, and uh, how to get the uh, the nasal hair out of your ears, yeah. Uh, what 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 else did you learn from uh, Picasso? Yeah. that really give you the insight of about the art world now. Well, Pablo, God bless him, he he
1: he taught me how to go mad graciously. Uh, Now, you can cover up your senility and your uh, erectile dysfunction problems and your teeth falling out, poor memory. You can blame it all on getting old or you can just cover it up by being a sort of uh, 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 exotic, bohemian, gypsy style, being eccentric. Being eccentric is, I I think that's the thing that Pablo taught me most is that uh, if you want to get out of uh, paying your bus fare, just act eccentric. Uh, If you want to get out of paying your rates bill, just go down to your council chambers and act eccentric. And if that... uh, constitutes waving around a gun. Well, so be it. It's uh, all in the name of art, and uh, they love him for that. Uh, mm. It's taken me uh, uh, to places
0: I've never wanted to go before, Brian. No, I know, Brian. I know. I've been to some of those places, and I'll be going back. But I, I honestly believe, you know, you know, for art's sake, you know, as they've they've said that for a long time, as art's sake, it does open doors. And I think, you know, you, you know, I've never had like a uh, mentor like you did with uh, Pablo. Uh, you, know, I've had, um, you know, I've had people who have wiped faces on walls and people who have, uh, you know, taken their clothes off in public who I'd call some sort of mentoring. Uh, but it never really opened the doors that I'd hoped it would. And that's why I think, you know, you know some of your ex- uh, experience from uh, years gone by really does help with what I'm going to do in the future, Brian.
1: Yes, well, you know, it helps to get accustomed to a jail cell early on in your life, so you're ready for anything. The local jail had a kind of open-door policy with mm. public because you never knew when he was going to end up there drunk and uh, shot a couple of peasants, uh, and they just laughed. Oh, Pablo, shut someone again. He's <laughs> a funny little fella. Come on in you get for the night, Pablo. Come on. What, you want some soup with that? Okay, no worries. Here you mm. go. They just loved him. Yeah.
0: Well, that's how he learnt to draw those stupid things, didn't he, Brian? He was um he was mind altered sitting in a cell, yeah, uh, and he'd do these drawings, yeah. And um you go, well, that won't sell, but now they're worth a uh, screw.
1: Oh, it took him many, many years to get that uh, stupid scribbling look down in his artwork. He mm. started off uh, doing some fairly normal stuff, but then after he tried to shoot himself a couple of times in the old noggin and wiped out a few brain cells, mm. uh, he really into a yeah. fine later life of drawing absolute rubbish, which the people loved.
0: Yeah, oh, that's right. And uh, I think that's, uh, you know, the, 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 the art world as we know. And, uh, you know, when I look at the world as it is now, we've got, we've got very nonsensical leaders, uh, you know, people looking back uh, to people like um, Pablo Picasso, uh, Hitler, Um, not necessarily every day, but they look at him as probably a bit of a uh, Nazi, uh, which is true. But uh, the other types, like the Trotsky's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Lennon, uh, Mawson, Bob Hawke, Ronald Reagan. Oh,
1: Ronald Reagan. I was about to mention Ronald Reagan. Uh, Spot on there. Ronald Ronald was uh, like a a poet. Mm. He was like the mentally retarded poet. That uh, no one takes seriously, but yeah. every now and again comes out with a gem of wisdom, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh, maybe he does have a brain in there." No. And then the next minute, it's like, no no, "No, no, no, he's gone again."
0: Keeps people guessing. It does, and people respect that. Yeah, you know, people are guessing. They're going, "Oh, I don't want to miss out." If you're right. Uh, cause there's a lot of gullibility. Oh, yes. And Brian Brian, Bryan. He was probably the most gullible president we've ever had in yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, besides probably about 10 others or 20 others. Yeah. Um, and we've done it out here. I mean, is a classic. Uh, you know, Bill Shorten was a classic. Yeah. Not that he was prime minister because he was too stupid. Yeah. Uh, but your likes of, uh, Billy McMahon and so forth and so on. Uh, and I think we've got to start looking at leadership in the world, uh, as though, you know, you're, your ancient artists. Yes. Maybe you Rembrandt. Yeah. You know, the brush strokes tells a story. Yes. Not about um lives and life and trials, but the fact that you have to you get a bit of horse hair yes. to do something properly. Yes. It's a metaphor, Brian. So, it is a metaphor. Uh, everybody should have a stable in their own uh, in the yes. backyard. Yes. That's what I see, Brian. Yes. And maybe, you know, not the horsey hair. No. But you know, you might get a bit of hair off um, you know, somebody's um back. Yeah. And you go, I'll oh, we'll go in the stable and we'll just yep. shave that off. And we'll use it yes. to make uh, uh, the new world. Yes. Now, I don't know if that's really silly, but I find that uh, entertaining.
1: Oh, I think it's uh, another way of looking at uh, the problem, to go outside the box, to hmm. think from a oblique lateral position at 90 degrees to the tangent of life itself is the way to look at these problems in the cold light of the fishbowl of life.
0: Yes. That's true, Brian. And then, I mean, fish bowls themselves have got um, the translucence. Oh yes, the, the, you know, the, the fish inside looking yes. out at you, and you go, "Ooh, I wonder what mm. he's thinking." And then you've got to say it again because he's already going on to something mm. else. You know, I love that. It's a metaphor, Brian. It is a metaphor, Brian. It's synonymous with metaphor. It is. And um, you know, I you know, I think the thing is, most people these days. Are, when they're in lockdown, they must think about these things all the I time. I think
1: they do. I think yeah. I think a lot of people these days get their metaphors mixed up with their semaphores, and I think this is uh, one of the faults, as it were, with the education system these days. I mean, the education system is focused too much on uh, IT, mm. Silicon Valley style. It's all well and good for everyone in the whole world to want to be sitting at the, uh, behind a computer, not going anywhere, just got a fat ass, pushing buttons and yeah. doing stuff. I mean, everyone just wants to do that as a job these days. Yeah. Well, we can't have everyone doing
0: that. No. I you mean, know, no, you've no. got to have
1: someone to get up and actually plug the computers in. That's right. got to get someone to get up and get your slippers. Yeah. You've got to get someone to bring you coffee. That's it's right. all well and good, but we can't have everyone on this IT madness trail. No.
0: No, no, it's like that. That that that's over, Brian. That's that's 20th century stuff. Now you we're know, in the 21st century, down where we've got our robots and we've got our uh, um, uh, artificial intelligence, and we've got Elon Musk isotopes and uh, algorithms, and we've got um, children that are growing up that they've got tattoos before they're born, and they're on drugs by the time they're six. Now, I think there's a bit of credit. Credit where credit's due. That's where the, that's the yes. parents bringing up a kitty in the right way. Yes, in their in, in their own light. Oh yes, I like that. Yes. I respect that. Oh, that's the way. I mean, you know, uh, we, we we sort of see in, in even with our own grandchildren, Brian. Yes, that um that we've had multitudes of them. We have two various um, yeah. females that we've met over the yeah. years
1: and animals,
0: and um, you know we've had great success in the world uh, in that way that people that we really don't like, that, yeah. are, uh, that are related to us, will bring us our slippers, bring us a bowl of soup. They will. For, take us out for a drive somewhere, yes. but don't take us back. Yep. You know, all those things that you feel wanted about. Yes. In this this crazy old world oh, we live yes. in now.
1: There's been many a, a relative that's been buried in the backyard because they didn't bring us our slippers, Brian. And that's why you've got to have more of them. Yeah. You know, people say that the world's overpopulated, right. And, uh, you know, there's limited resources and there's not enough to go around and we're burning the planet up, we're melting the glaciers and we're filling the oceans up with plastic. The trees are dying and the rivers are dying and the deserts are dying and the dead are dying oh, at all. Well, I don't see a problem with that, Brian. No, that's just uh,
0: natural attrition, yeah, Brian. natural attrition. Uh, you know, when, when, uh, when we were children... Back in the 1930s, uh, there was the the, the, the on. It was on. It wasn't as though people were sad. No, we were all very happy. Happy we as we just had no food. Yeah, uh, we used to eat rats and mice, yep. and uh, we used to go and you know get the slingshot that we made yep. out of twigs and scrap, shoot a couple of pigeons. Yep. Nobody had a budgerigar for no. for, uh, for a, a pet because no. we used to eat those. No, they were
1: gone in a minute. They were beautiful gone in, in a flash.
0: Now, you know, that, that taught us lessons, Brian, those days that, um, you know, you just can't rely on other people. No. To, to give, give you things that you really no. want. You've got to earn it. You do? You've got to be resilient. Yes. And you've got to go through life. And just take what you want. Yeah. Now, sometimes that means theft. Yep. Sometimes that might mean just saving up for a few bucks. Yeah. Or that might mean a bit of extortion. Yeah. Money laundering. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. But in the end, you get what you want. You
1: do. You just have to be a lateral, a bit of a lateral thinker. Mm. You know, you need to to extend your wings a little bit into areas that uh, normal people usually don't go. I mean, the safe and staid route of the Catholic Church has brought many a person undone and undressed. But uh, we've managed in our old age to have come through many, 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 many Many, many, and I think that's where it is, and that's the thing on the wall that you were talking about earlier on with a hat, Brian.
0: That's it, Brian. I know you are just talking about the Catholic Church and, uh, you know... The who? Cat- Catatonic Church.
1: Ah, yes, yes, I remember it well.
0: We all know that the presbytery was built, you know, initially for uh, the housing of the, uh, the priests... Uh, and 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 their slaves, and, and as time went on, uh, it became a dungeon for sexual uh, fantasies for the priests. And um, you know, I just see that as one of those things when it, the world just evolves. Yes. You know, well, yeah, you know, the Catholic Church, with the catatonic church, have gone, but we've got to house these uh, paedophiles somewhere. We may as well put them in something—a presbytery. That sounds better than a paedophily. Mm. Yeah. And um, that, that was expected, and the evolution happens. Uh, people grow up, understand yes. it's okay. Hmm. Uh, you know that's that's the way it should be. What 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 else does the world want? When you've got uh, evolution like that, you learn from the mistakes. You Not do. that then it was done. There was no mistakes. No, it was all uh, it was all done. It's written down. It was yeah. written down on concrete. Yeah, uh, two and a bit thousand years yes. ago. Yes, yeah. But, you know, this is what you can do. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there, 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 there would have been a union strike if, mm. uh, you know, they hadn't done it.
1: Oh, absolutely, Brian. I mean, you talk about evolution of the might and the majesty of the Holy Roman Catatonic Church. It's only uh, inevitable that bestiality, pedophilia, cannibalism, ufology alien invasions, anal intrusion, uh, it was all bound to happen. It's all evolved wonderfully as uh, been foretold by Jesus Christ and the evangelist Holy Spirit on the Mount Olympus and with the uh, Mount Vesasius in the background uh, telling everyone that the Holy Sepulchre is uh, the Eucharist incarnate and Mary Magdalene's wearing a funny hat. And uh, and uh, the apostles as well. I think, Brian.
0: Yeah, well said, Brian. I mean, that yeah. that sums up the history of the world. Yeah. Now uh, you know, there are a lot of other things that happened in that time. Uh, you know, we've we've gone into space. Uh, you know, we've uh, we've had uh, like the, the the Vikings going nuts and um, uh, raping and pillaging all around the world, teaching and teaching people how to speak Latin. Uh, and eat fish that are rotten. Oh, yes. Now, you've got to respect that because do. Uh, how, how do people learn things if they're not told by some despots?
1: Correct, Brian. Mm. How, how are you uh, to know mm. unless you're told?
0: That's why I'm leaving things on walls, Brian. People will never learn if they don't realise what I've left behind. It's not just faces on a wall, Brian. No. It's actually written out very well in uh, like hieroglyphics. Yeah. But the reality is that you've got to decipher it. You just can't oh, be giving yes. it to you like on a platter. Yeah. You've got to figure it out. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know you, you've got a brain in your head. It's the same size as uh, our ancestors from uh, 50,000 years ago. Yeah. But, you know, we've got the technology and the uh, enthusiasm now to, to partake in this world. You know, back in the old days when we were kiddies, mm. you know, it was bloody tough to get a milk bottle top off. It was. You know, you, there was no bottle openers no, back then, Brian. No, you know, you have to use no. your teeth. Yeah. Nowadays, uh, you, 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 you get the illegal immigrant oh, yeah. you've got living in the yeah. bloody shed. It's a blight on society, Brian. It is. Know. It is,
1: absolutely. It's, uh, it's easy to join the dots these days. Nah. I mean, uh, people are born with dot fever. It's uh, It comes to them naturally because of this uh, intelligent uh, sort of pervasiveness that goes on from day dot. You know, but back in the old days, no, it was really hard to even find a dot to be able to join one to another. It was, uh, dots were uh, few and far between. Mm. But uh, this idea of writing your life story on a bit of rock, Brian, I think you've nailed the hammer to the wall right there. Because that very first cave painting that was found in Gibraltar by the Mexicans in the year 1627 B.C., which told the story of the Africans' exodus into Nepal via mammoths, ibexes and Mm. pygmy tribes of the Sudanese plains. It's Mm. all laid bare, scribed in the sandstone with the blood and the sweat of cavemen Neanderthals. And uh, you're just propagating the evolutionary essence of what mankind is all about, Brian. We don't need books We don't need Silicon Valley. We just need scrawling shit on walls.
0: That's right, Brian. Uh, Well said, Brian. I mean, you've summed it up beautifully how the world has evolved from uh, the ancient times to to now uh, as us being prophets and seers and legends of our own time, uh, but I, I still feel there's a bit of ill will there in the world where people are looking at things and going, I don't believe, I just don't believe, I don't care, I'm on my, I'm on my own little hearth lane. Yes. instead of going, look, I'm going to embrace this situation where if somebody writes um, someone on the wall and it's like, um, stop or you'll get hurt, I'm not going to even care about it. I'm just going to get her just to show up. Yeah. That they're idiots. Now I sort of like that in some ways Brian, but I don't like the fact that it's me who's telling them. I no. just feel like I'm just wasting my time.
1: Oh, no, you're not wasting your time Brian if you're uh, if you're in the moment mm. and oh, you're yeah. being a part of the universe. Mm. Uh it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you feel the vibe, yes. if you feel the energy, if you feel the current of the universe swirling around inside your head, whether it's drug-induced or not. You're only being a part of this wide microcosm that is this universal uh, propulsion of evolutionary spandex.
0: Exactly, Brian. Now, I know when we were a heroin addicts for quite a while there in the 1970s. Were. uh and uh we uh you know, we had great times there thinking about the future and uh, you know, w- lulling our way through life in the past. Oh, yes. Um, you know, one of the things I loved about that time was the fact that uh we we woke up in a state where we didn't know who we were. And all we knew was was where we we're going to get some more smack. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'd smack you, and you'd yep. smack me, and we'd yep. go right. We're ready to go again. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, what I found about that time was I found, I found my my own soul. Oh yes. And it was in a box in the corner of the room, as you remember. Oh, this is it what was, happens, uh, Brian. Yeah, yeah. I found it after I lost it. Mm. I found it, and there yes. it was. It's real love and a bit nasty. But it just gave me hope, Brian. Yeah. I think mean, that's what people need these yeah. days is a bit of hope, uh, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, oh, I don't know about love. I don't think people really need to love anymore. No. They can get that all, you know, they can get that from Uber. Yeah. Uber delivers all that shit. Sure, oh, they do. Oh, by the ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, a bit of hope, uh, a bit of, uh, you know, probably a bit of a sexual excitement every now and again doesn't hurt. And uh, I'd say a cart and a beer. Yeah. Every. Day or two. Yeah. That'd yeah. be about it, I you, Brian? think you,
1: are I think you're right, Brian. I think some of the simplest things in life mm. are the most complicated things. And mm. some of the most complicated things in the world can be boiled down to its true essence. And beer is one of them. Oh, yes, that
0: is true, Brian. You know, alcohol uh, was invented uh, by uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, he was on a, uh, on a trip through uh, Venezuela by boat. And uh, he came across uh, alcohol uh, in a stream. Uh, it was coming out of some factory over there that was a byproduct product They just got rid of it. Yeah. And he had a taste. And he said, oh, Jesus, just tastes pretty bloody, bloody, bloody good, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. It was like a banana guava. Mm. And uh, he got high as a kite. He did. Uh, he brought it back to the uh, the Philistines in Europe. Yeah. And they, that's why he's so popular. Yeah. Uh, he didn't do much else after that. No, no. That was no. Uh, Him and, um, I think, the bloke who invented Mercedes. Yeah, uh, Uh, Michelangelo. Yeah, Michelangelo and Mercedes and uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Yeah. They all got together and invented the car. And then Mm. um, I think something to do with dentistry happened. They
1: did. uh, They did. First, a dental union Mm. was brought about by Michelangelo, Leonardo da Vinci and the uh, Mercedes factory. Uh, There was a lot of uh, rotten teeth. Going around at the time, and uh, there were a lot of people uh, proclaiming themselves to be dental technicians. Mm. Uh, the actual term was dentalocologoma back yeah, in the day, the right, right. were uh, thick on the ground and there was uh, just willy-nilly teeth falling everywhere and so there had to be some control uh, and they looked to the uh, Freemasons and the way that they used mm. to control the masses with uh, yes. bits of rock and uh, hammers and everything and they thought, we'll take a leaf out of their book and we'll start an institution that corrals dentistry into a professional practice. And this is the way we've gotten to modern medicine and
0: dentistry these days. That's right, Brian. Now, yeah, 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 yeah. Johnny Colgate came along and, and uh, he, he revolutionised uh, plaque control and yes. uh, gingivitis yes. for many uh, many here in bank. bank. Uh, at the time, he hadn't invented the toothbrush. So no. most of the time, people were just putting it up their nose, yeah. not realising it should go in their gob. Yes. Now... I think the uh, the introduction of the toothbrush was quite good. Uh, most of the time it was brilliant for cleaning um, out toilets uh, yep. around the sink yep. and yep. all that sort of stuff. That's yep. the initial uh, invention was caused for, well, what was trialled. Mm. Uh, but to use it in your mouth after you've done all that stuff's a bit, uh, bit sad. But Johnny Colgate was a brilliant uh, inventor. He was a raconteur. Uh, he was a sadist. Yep. But other than that, what I really liked about him, Brian, was he invented the, the tube that T-Paste the, 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 the came in. Yes. Now, that's been an invention that's been used all around the world. Uh, even the, the, the astronauts going to space, oh, down, yes. they, they they get their food out of a tube. Yes, like that, they do.
1: They've uh, They've all got Johnny Colgate to thank for the, uh, the, 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 the fantastic way that we can carry small amounts of stuff around in a tiny little tube, mm. and you screw it out. And they put that bit of alfoil over the front of it now, so you've got to take the lid off and rip that off. And so that's uh, become very hygienic. But, uh, the big feather in Johnny Colgate's cap was marketing uh, apart from the actual uh, physical dental uh, requisites that he invented he came up with marketing so instead of having one type of toothpaste now there's 387 different types of toothpaste they do all do uh, roughly the same thing but uh what's going on oh it's tea time brian it's a word from our sponsor. Time for I mention our sponsors, Brian. And who's our sponsor this week? It's Johnny Colgate, Brian. Of course, it's Johnny Colgate bringing to you everything mouth Yes,
0: if you go to Aldi and buy fourteen shoes of Johnny Colgate today, you'll get an erectile infection. <laughs>